You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it! Presenting a new comedy. I'm a substitute Spanish teacher. About intellectuals. Los estudiantes son mis amigos. And their gifted offspring. That boy ain't right. About future Hall of Famers. Watch the ball! What? And expert auto care. Get out of my head! Introducing King of the Hill. Media executive manager talk about every time y'all come on like you did to put on that dang old Melrose place. Boomhauer ain't right. Premiering next on Fox. off yeah yeah let's light this propane fire <laughs> let's light this megalo mark <laughs> <laughs> dang old man <laughs> fucking dang old megalo mark go boom <laughs> welcome everyone to this edition of the couch potatoes where now we're going to be delving on into probably one of the best not only animated series but just series in general best series in general king of the it's hill up there i'm alex Dang old cap. Dang old Morrison, man. I tell you, I came all the way down here. 45 goddamn minutes, man. I could took me all the way down here. You know how hard it is about a Bookshire Freeway Independence Bar fucking creek? <laughs> Seriously, one, Star Wars is one of the things we all love, but one of the other things that really connects us as friends is our deep love for King of the Hill. So we're going to be taking this as far as we want. Uh, we're going to be taking each of these episodes a season at a time. We've all been kind of binge watching it and rewatching the series and... We'll kind of take it as far as we want. If we can, we we finish if we finish off the series, so be it. But yeah, sometimes those episodes near the end get a little bit more difficult. They're definitely not as good. They're difficult to fucking watch. That's right. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> can I pitch an idea before we dive you do into right it? In. Go ahead. Uh, can we all like record ourselves going like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the show starts. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> no, uh, so Nigga, cat man with his ideas, man, just gave it on like this in the wind, man. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we'll, I'll good. record that at the end. And I'll put it. In, I'll yes. put it in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Caps all you haven't laughed that hard since the retard joke. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay the extra for that one. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was pretty good. <laughs> oh my god, pretty damn good. So, Gang of the Hill <laughs> follows <Cough. laughs> follows the Hill family living in Arlen, Texas. Series came out in 1997, January. Right before, uh, not too long before, yeah, January twelfth. Yep, around the time of uh, was it in the AC, uh, the AFC NFC Championship games? Oh boy, okay. yeah, it came out like one of those. It was that big because um, was it uh, around with the Cowboys playing that game? Oh, 
1997. I'm trying to think who or won. Or is that does that matter at all to like the history of the show at all? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Their third episode debuted the night after the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. It was yeah, this so, like they, a, so they got squared up to get some good ratings yeah. and get shown to a Same lot of like people. A, like American Dad did that. Family Guy came back mm-hmm. to that. Um, and this was like immediately after Beavis and Butthead? I wouldn't say immediately. Beavis yeah. and Butthead stopped in, what, 95? That sounds about... Well, I think... Well, Do America was the last thing, so I'll pull that up. Okay. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead, you know, MTV, but they hadn't hit Fox. And, right. I mean, Fox, Fox was still killing uh, kick-ass shows like Married Children and The Simpsons was still good. It was a big deal for like yeah. somebody like a Mike Judge to get on... Yeah. Have a syndicated show on Fox. Okay, so actually, Cap's not too far off. This was kind of right after Beavis and Butthead Do America came out in 96. Okay. okay. You remember yeah. that, say, what about the last episode? Uh, I'll pull up the last episode of the uh, show. Yeah. Have Beavis and Butthead. Yes. All right. Cause I, I couldn't tell you what happened in the last episode. It was... Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I consider the movie as like the, the last the end, episode. Yeah, because yeah, at see the end the, of that saga. See, like you see that... They see their dads. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Their shitty dads. The Motley Crew roadies or yep. whatever. I got lead. He didn't. <laughs> they, they tried to reboot it in the, like, I guess it was eight to nine years ago now. At this point, yeah. they tried to do like a commentary over fucking like Jersey Shore and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, Check this out. For a short period of time, Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill overlapped with new episodes. Oh, shit. Because... The series originally ran for seven seasons from March 8th, 1993 to November 28th, 97. Wow, so he finished. He was finishing up Beavis and Butthead, then he started this. Yeah. Damn. Shows how so, prolific he was. So that's that's also yeah. kind of crazy to think about, that there were new episodes of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill coming out at the same time. That's probably, around, probably when they were ending. That's probably when he's... Uh, when they're on their last scene, that's probably when he sent his promotional video to Fox. Yep. Well, hey there, Mr. Johnson of Fox. I'd like, <laughs> yeah. to, I'd like to talk to you about my son, Bobby, mm-hmm. wife, Peg, and her niece, <laughs> Luann. That's a, great, that's a great thing about that uh, set of characters is they don't need a whole lot of explanation. They don't. They no. don't. They don't. And, and going in is kind of, Figure what we kind of do on this series is go through the seasons episode by episode and kind of discuss each one a little bit. That's why we're going to go season to season. I was going to lump a, a two seasons per episode, but then Chris brought up a great point. He goes, hey, man, uh, do you know that season two has 21 episodes? And I'm like, yeah, whoa, <laughs> yeah. OK, we're going to do a season per episode. And it's like, yeah, that's a better idea. Because yeah, after after between seasons two and 12, mm-hmm. yeah, they're about 20 episodes a pop. Then yeah. it's season 13, which is the end. I think it's only i don't know if it's that many i can't like put up the numbers like out, yeah, yeah. out the gate but it seems shorter yeah okay because they were ending it because family guy had just got back and, and even then like if you're watching it on hulu is where i've been re-watching it they're only like 20 episodes long yeah <laughs> or 20 minutes long commercials and uh what and us kind of talking about the progression of the characters we can easily start talking about the episodes while doing that because yeah. season or, one or episode a, one yeah in general just well, like, does a I'm great job at. setting it up well that's yeah. what i'm getting and at. the animation season, is so different from the rest of the series yeah even yeah. in season one Season one overall does such an amazing job introducing all the main characters, but especially what Cap was saying, episode one did it so smart. Yeah. We learned about Hank's neurourethra problem and all of that due to the social worker coming to the house. Yeah. You know, we learned about the family dynamic with Luann. Yeah. Twig boy. Yeah, the how like Hank is clearly like uh, uncomfortable with uh, the sexuality of Luann. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately out the gate, we found out that Dale Gribble is a 
his wife Crazy was having an affair on him. Oh, yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> John Redcorn blasting fucking Boston or Foreigner every, yeah. time, every time he comes to fuck Nancy. Some classic rock. Yeah, they established that in the very first episode, and they still carry that narrative throughout the entire series. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Some of the jo- Even the jokes between Bobby and Joseph mm-hmm. allude to John Redcorn being his dad. He's like, that's my that's like the bug on top of my dad's uh, truck. You mean Dale Gribble's truck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad. dad. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how Bobby was just like, oh, and doesn't. Yeah. Well, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby is the saving grace of that whole fucking show. Oh yeah. He, if you had to do like a light to dark, like who's the worst and who's the best, Bobby is the best. And that's another thing the show does, just kind of like uh, yeah. Bobby has four father figures. Yeah. Bobby's got Bill, Hank, Brimauer, and Dale. And Dale. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to call him a father figure. I'm going to call him like that but, guy my dad knows. But, well, I was going to say that. Yeah, go does, ahead, Alex. Does, does Boomhauer really fall under that, too? He didn't really have much interaction well, gets, with Bobby aside from the uh, dating tips. Yeah, he does, but he gives advice to Bobby every now and then, yeah. other than dating tips. But you know how your but dad... But that's, that's who you go to, though, for dating tips. Fucking yeah, Boomhauer. Of course. Right. His, but he has a fucked up way of getting women. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, quantity by... <laughs> yeah, quantity is better than quality. <laughs> he like, fucking does a shotgun approach when it, he goes to women's at like a shoe store. He's like, hey, how you doing? They're like, fuck off. <laughs> and then he keeps doing it and doing it and doing it until he finds one. Yeah. Dang old numbers game. Just... <laughs> Hell, he fucked the Bible woman, remember? <laughs> and I think the pilot also does a really good job at showing that even really setting up that even though Hank doesn't understand Bobby, may not fully like everything Bobby does, he will defend him to oh, yeah. the ends of the earth. Still loves his boy. Yeah, that's yeah. his boy. Yep. But there are things that like he does to channel bobby yeah in different directions like uh the husky bobby episode and all that mm-hmm. but uh which is season two but right. anyway there are things like he just they're blatant lies he tells bobby <laughs> and bobby's like that's not true yeah like uh when he's he, listening remember when he's listening to carrot head yeah and he's like bobby weird al yankovic blew his head off yes. he, <laughs> because people stopped listening to his music he's like no, the fuck he didn't. <laughs> Hank's trying his damnedest to not have his son go into a show business career. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or get anything creative done. Yeah. Uh, that's how so rough hard. the show business but then you is. Find out, then you find out, like, in later episodes that Bobby can do what Hank does, but very well, but to a little shittier degree. Remember the whole yeah. propane sale? Mm-hmm. Remember he outsold Bob, Hank quite a bit? But then yeah. It turned out backfired. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the baseball, the, the, opening, <laughs> yes. the opening fucking scene. Keep your eye on the ball. No, what? no, that's not the, that's not the opening scene. The opening yeah, scene is, is the truck, and everybody can, re- can you re- yeah. yeah. You know what's wrong with your truck? It's a Ford. It's a Ford. You know what Ford stands for, don't you? <laughs> Fix it again, Fix it Tony. Again, Tony. That's Fiat, <laughs> Dale. Fix, Fix it again. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that and the... Uh, Cuts his goddamn brakes. That, that was my <laughs> favorite bit. Uh, what you, uh, Dale... Dale, what are you doing? I'm helping hang with this truck. <laughs> I think you cut the brake line, Dale. Dale! No, I didn't. No, I, didn't. I, fi- I fixed it, see? Have you noticed that like, every time Dale runs away, he hops a fence, even though yes. there's no reason for him to hop a fence? <laughs> but he can haul ass It's the inner tactical yeah. in him. Tacta Dale. I wasn't here. <laughs> but Dale does that throughout the whole like show. like even in, uh, That's his go-to. Yeah. Episode two, where she mm-hmm. has to do the uh, sex education. Square peg. Yeah, remember why she has to do that? Because the uh, teacher oh, was the teacher quit. The yeah. teacher or the teacher refused to do it. You know uh-huh. why the teacher refused to do it? It's alluded that Dale called that teacher's house and said, "You don't know who I am, but I know where you live." <laughs> and she's like, 
oh no the teacher can't do it she was threatened and then he calls Hanks out <laughs> that is my favorite joke of oh, the Hanks. whole season uh, Dale is that you oh can, hey, can you put Peggy on hey, hey Peggy, Peggy it's Dale <laughs> you don't know she even grabs the phone and she's <laughs> like hello Dale, hello, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who I am but I know where you live <laughs> Jesus and, and then at the end of the episode uh, when he leaves the voicemail he's like you don't know who I am but I know where you live and if you keep teaching that sex Thanks. ed yeah. whatever yeah. his threat is and then at the very end oh and uh Hank uh, let's make sure we're still good for uh, fishing tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> drink it in the alley at five. Yeah, yeah, drink it in the alley at five. I'll see you, man. <laughs> I do. You do find out like very quickly that Hank is the linchpin of those four friends. Yes, they, yeah. they cannot function as a group. Bill Dotrieve, they, they are the three fucking stooges with without Hank. Bill Dotrieve, who is still pining over his ex-wife and has a romance, a romance, romantic notion towards Peggy. Lenore. Lenore. I do like when Lenore shows back up, though. It's hilarious because he's yeah. a bitch. <laughs> I ain't got that far yet. Oh, yeah. You'll find it's in season three or four. And then you got Boomhauer, the lady killer who can't mm-hmm. talk, formulate a sentence. Well, he, he can formulate a sentence, but his brain's going a little faster than what his mouth can catch up to. Right. You, well, you know where, you know where he's from. Uh, what do they allude to that he, uh, that he's from? Well, at the very end, you know, they allude that he's a Texas Ranger, but yeah. he's actually from Corpus Christi. Okay. He's, a, he's from the Gulf. <laughs> he's from the fucking Gulf. He's, so he, he talks a little funny. People, like people from Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, uh, that's, uh, why he, that's why he wears Speedos all the time. Yeah, or like uh, Biloxi or New Orleans, you know, yeah, the talks, yeah. talks all fucking weird and fast. And then there's Dale, who uh, is like the uh, conspiracy theorist Nut. uh, nutcase. And woke as fuck. Oh, but yeah. As of today's standard, he is it, woke as fuck. But is not aware of things happening right in front of him, like his wife cheating on him. Yeah. yeah. And that his son with very very dark caramel skin does not match his and his wife's super fair complexion i do i do i did i just realized it i was like in the first episode when hank goes to stand out there with the guys he's not standing he's sitting on a mower because they're talking about global, right. they're talking about global warming yeah and he's like i say and dale dale goes on a fucking tangent talk about i say let the world hold up we'll grow oranges in alaska he's like Dale, it's already 102 degrees. And if it gets a degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and, the, and the other thing I love about Square Peg is so in the pilot, they did a very good job at setting up the men, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. And then Square Peg did a very good job at what Peggy does for a living. Exactly. They basically took an entire episode to dedicate to Peggy and what how yeah. complex of a character she is. Can you name the year uh, she got her first trophy? Uh, substitute teacher of the year award 1996 <laughs> <laughs> I had to say the full sentence but I got there remember how she sh- fucking shittily got the next last one <laughs> that's my what, favorite episode which season was that one uh, four okay she yeah, was, we'll have uh, to get there as Mrs. Hank Hill yes our, she, she runs on oh, Hank's yeah, name oh yeah I do remember that little shop little, shop, little, little shop little horror is a shop yeah <laughs> <laughs> but now like uh, the first two episodes definitely uh, set the uh, set the the mood of the show where yeah. it's a small town family with all the cliches attached to it but went in a, a little prudish because we got a good bit of Luann in those two also oh but, yeah yeah because a little bit of Luann too absolutely because that's when you realize he doesn't want her there yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's but he's doing a solid for his family on his wife's side mm-hmm. but god damn it he, he doesn't want to be around her <laughs> because because Luann is uh typical you know like uh is, a young, is that, is a that young, caricature of the the trailer the trash. college girl yeah. yeah yeah she's like 19 20 if that yeah she's out on her own she's out of look yeah. basically and her mom and daddy are fucking pieces of shit right <laughs> yeah 
But nah, she's there with Hank, and she treats Hank like a daddy. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's how he treats her, like a daughter. And the other fun fact for uh, the pilot episode is the first scene after the theme song. Hank walks into Bobby's room, and Bobby's listening to a cassette tape. Carrot, uh, uh, carrot head. Yeah, it was the crank yankers audio thing. It was the fart noises. Oh, yeah, 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 but yeah. the guy, the guy that was doing. Oh, it, it was. There's a giant poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's carrot of carrot head. It's yeah. like making fun of carrot top with a prop comedy. Well, right. Longtime listeners of the show know that's where we pulled the audio for our "What the Hell Are We Listening To" segment on the main show. Something good yeah. for you is we plucked that and then we replaced it with the audio of that uh, the meme of that cowboy doing the. Yeah, why well, does I, I want to do like the animate Hank's face so weird yeah. when he's listening to that? Like, like that's, oh god, he's like, this ain't nothing but fart noise. <laughs> but his face, the way they animate it, looks like he's got PTSD. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, episode three, Order of the Straight Arrow. Oh yeah, that's where they, that's go, when you that's when you really meet John Redcorn. Yes, yep. John Redcorn. He's like. Hey, buddy. Uh, we just keep seeing it. He shows up every so often to pick up. And you see, the ki- uh, you meet the kids, too. You kind of get you oh, know, yeah, Bobby you and Joseph on their first adventure with the grown-ups. And you meet a kid that loosely looks like Boomhauer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. He's kinda, he kind of plays the Boomhauer replacement. And uh, it, it's you know, it's a nice little part. And they have the silent sticks made of Slim Jims. Every yes. time you talk, I eat a Slim Jim. And hey, fucking Bill is like... But Hank, I'm hungry. <laughs> and and he's like, "All right, hold on." And he starts veering in the car uh-huh. into the wrong lane. And Joe's just like, "Hank, Mr. Yeah, Hill, Mr. Hill, Hill, oh, Hill. Oh, what did you do?" <laughs> and give, like he, he does a hand motion. <laughs> he's like, "Give Mr. Dirt Tree your <laughs> your silence." <Yep. laughs> but these are Slim Jims. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, it was something like, "Oh yeah," and Bill went. Hey, um, which one of you kids want a dollar? And all of them went, me, me, me. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And, and yep. Hank's like, come on, Bill. <laughs> I love that episode because Hank takes everybody snipe hunting. Yes. And my which da- is hilarious. My dad used to do that with his customers. <laughs> really? They yeah. would come stay at our house, and they don't know anything. They were like from Australia or China, and my dad would take them snipe hunting. It was oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So it's like the Australians <laughs> taking the uh, they, Americans they, they, to go see what the uh, drop. About, oh, oh, the drop oh, bears. Yeah. yeah walkabouts and shit like that yeah except uh the snipe isn't real <laughs> yeah the drop bears are very real yeah yeah because they drop I, on you technically <laughs> no actually technically there is a snipe but they're like coastal yeah but but yeah, well, we you don't do, find them in down the woods. south even yeah, here down north south carolina snipes. to texas everybody knows what a snipe is yeah yeah <laughs> all the way through tennessee to missouri like everybody knows it don't don't go snipe. <laughs> but they would do that, but then it goes horribly wrong. You're pretty, sure, with pretty a, sure they're going to pin you down in the woods somewhere. Like. Right. And, and one of my favorite, because I know it said one of my favorite jokes came from the other episodes. My favorite line that wasn't intentionally funny came from this one. As when the kids are all lined up and Bill's giving everyone their supplies and he goes, all right, here's your whoop-ass stick. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just how casual and just kind of like the yeah. dad sound of like kind of getting up, up out of his seat kind of thing. Like, all right, all right. let's, uh, let's not it out and yep, here's your bastard <laughs> and they throw him in the bush the it, delivery of that was but just when they, priceless with the whole John Redcorn John Redcorn takes it very fucking seriously yes and then you realize he's the most stacked motherfucker in that whole show <laughs> yep <laughs> like he stands toe to toe with Hank like height wise and he's just a little bit taller than Hank uh-huh. but every time he he's like hey John Redcorn can you give us some of that Native American bullshit <laughs> and he's like it's very real Hank our native stories carry with us through our through father and son and Alex then the, is doing and, the and, hair and, and the wind. Yeah. Every time he talks, every time he talks, unless he's like crying, it's like, <laughs> the wind blows through his hair. That's why that John Redcord is hilarious, especially if you look up the guy that plays him. Yes. He's he's in Parks and Rec and he he's an Indian guy. 
and he's so okay. he's he's Native American and he fucks with everyone on Parks and Rec. But all I see is John Redcorn. He's <laughs> I like, don't watch I, any of those. Watch, well, I'll pull up a, a crazy episode for you. And they're like trying to open up a festival or something. But he's like, this place is cursed. <laughs> it's like, and then like he looks at the camera. He's like, white people are scared as fuck of curses. But <laughs> 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 oh, no, get fucking That's awesome. He's John Redcorn's a good guy. Yeah, even though he's fucking his friend's wife. Right, but that's more on Nancy than it is him. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy's the one with the migraine. And I do love, I do love the fact that Dale Gribble mm-hmm. is married to Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> Hicks Gribble, like that's like p- the hot weather caster yeah, yeah. of Arlen. Like you would think, you know, if anybody was cheating, it would be Boomhauer with Dale's wife. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> the maniac next. Yeah, door. exactly. The but guy no. that's all clean cut. You know, yeah. looks has a, the sharp chin. Looks like the but ladies, as Dale, man. As Dale says. She only likes pale. Uh, what was it? Uh, she only likes pale faced men with my track team body, <laughs> my, my track yep. team physique. <laughs> That's why Nancy started fucking uh, John Redcorn. It's like I'm married to this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's so fucked up the whole the whole John Redcorn thing because because it, it backfires quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it does. But, but the, they still are able to pull plenty of stories through that the, throughout the entire season. But I do. I will say this: uh, in that episode, mm-hmm. when they're talking about it, happens two or three times. But Bobby and Joseph are talking about going camping and stuff. Yeah, Bobby is so fucking amped. <laughs> like, like you remember the hunting episode? Oh yeah. He's like, no, we're we're leaving and becoming men. Yeah, yep. coming back men. Uh, but they're gonna go hunt deer, uh, and they're talking yeah. about their fantasy about yes. hunting deer. And Bobby has this crazy ass fantasy of mm-hmm. his uh, Hank going down, getting tripped, and he's, he he breaks his ankle or some shit, and he picks, picks he, Hank up. He picks his own daddy up, fucking cocks the gun one handed like the T one thousand, right? <laughs> and it's like, boom! And then the deer goes down, but then the deer looks at Bobby dead in the eyes and goes, wings, nods his <laughs> yeah, nods. nods his head like, yes, you deserve to kill me. <laughs> and then and then what happens? Joseph saves fucking Dale's life. He pulls that fucking gun, right? does, a, does a roll. <laughs> He does a fucking roll and shoots that fucking deer, and like the whole time Dale's screaming like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then he's and then Joseph shoots the deer and it goes down and he's like, "Wingo, man, that's my boy." (laughs) (laughs) And and the interesting concern about character development, Mm -hmm. the interesting side plot from Order of the Straight Arrow. This is when we find out Peggy has big feet. This is the episode she goes out. Yeah, they, uh, she goes out when the boys are all hunting, doing the snipe thing, or yep. you know, she goes out to the special shoes store, and that's where we kind of learn about where she's. That's the second time we see Cotton before he shows up in the dream sequence. Yeah, the flashback sequence. Yeah, the flashback. Yeah. Head. Yeah. Because fucking because episode see, two well, is about they're talking about the birds and the bees. And yeah, like, he's like, like oh boy, get you that. He's like, he's talking about showing cows fucking. Just, <laughs> yes. you know? And he's like, whoa, boy, look at him. And he's like, like. Hank's kind of crying and then Hank takes Bobby to go he's like this is how my dad taught me and then it's like this cow insemination it's like, oh, oh yeah we call this one uh, Buster 3000 yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright episode after that was Hank's got the willies which was when, Willie Nelson yep, yep. where um, he hits he accidentally hits Willie Nelson with a block of ice <laughs> yeah uh, so four they Bobby get a does. huge fucking get as a celebrity uh, yeah they get Willie Nelson and Dennis Hopper yep Dennis Hopper plays himself because he threatens to kick Hank's ass. Remember that? Yep. He th- he's like, Peggy, do we kick Hank's ass for you? Because remember, she's mad at him. She's mad at him. That's right. And uh, Dennis Hopper's like, well, I think you're a strong, intelligent woman, Peggy. I like, I like a strong woman like you, Peggy. Yeah. He's like, you may go kick his ass. And Peggy, without even though she's mad at him. Hesitation. Ne- without hesitation, she's like, oh, honey, 
he'd rip you apart. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Hill would fuck you up. <laughs> Because we only see Hank fight a few times, but when he does, he's kicking ass. Oh, yeah. Like Jimmy Pritchard. Remember Jimmy Pritchard? <laughs> oh, God, Jimmy. <laughs> he runs across a racetrack to kill Jimmy Pritchard. I don't think I've gotten that far yet. That's oh, yeah, the that's racetrack it. episode. Yeah, Dale, oh, Earnhardt, okay. Dale Earnhardt does the voice. He does his own voice. Did I skip, see that one already? Well, that's in like season two or three, right? Season three. Yeah, it's a little later on. Yeah. Bobby gets a job at the racetrack. That's right. But yeah, I think the Hank's Got the Willies one was pretty cool because that also, because something we talked about off mic, which is in these earlier seasons, Hank showed a lot more affection toward Peggy. He wasn't quite as, he was- Not prudish. He wasn't as, pr- exactly. He was prudish around showing it in public. But when it was just him and Peggy, when the doors were shut and it was completely alone, he wasn't yeah. prudish. They kind of changed that as the seasons progressed. He yeah. was even a little bit more prudish with her. But one of the things that really got me, I thought was really sweet in this episode, was the very end when uh, after he and uh, uh, Willie Nelson and Bobby patch things up, Hank goes over there and, and he's strumming and he's singing the song he wrote about Peggy as Peggy's yeah. going over there, you know, all angry and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how Bobby... Uh, all right, so he hits Willie Nelson with that block of ice, but yeah. he goes over back over to apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's playing Game Boy. Yeah, but remember the game? The golf game? Yes. Lee Trevino's Golf 3000 or some shit. And yeah. like Bobby's like, oh, no, you need to... You need to turn it left, mm-hmm. wedge it. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I've been on that hole all week. <laughs> but fucking, he's hanging out with fucking... He brings his guitar, but he still he steals Hank's guitar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It gets uh, Willie Nelson to sign it, <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. Hey, I thought uh, the the joke on the signature was funny. That was just like, yeah. just almost a straight oh, wait, line. No, he doesn't hit Willie Nelson with ice. He hits Willie Nelson with a golf ball. Yeah, Black you're right. Like, the uh, the block of ice ones later on when he works with Strickland. Strickland. Yeah, he's hanging out with Strickland. Yeah, the, yeah. It was hey, the golf oh, ball. there, old top. Yeah, <laughs> and I think. Uh, I don't think we see Strickland until later on. No, we nope. don't. Nope, not till a little good bet. Yeah, because Buck Strickland is the devil. And then yes. The, uh, the Willie Nelson one, uh, one little uh, add-on they put on is uh, Boomhauer talking with Bob Dylan. And Bob, oh, yeah. Bob Dylan hey, talks was like Boomhauer. Dang old Dang old Times are changing, man. Shoot. Man, times are changing, man. I'm Dustin Wheeler. And then episode after that, Luann's saga. So now Luann finally gets her. The intro of Chuck Mangione. Oh, yes. yeah. And uh, this is when Luann finally starts getting her. Uh, yep. <laughs> starts getting, getting her uh, her uh, story in a little bit That's more. That's when she breaks up with Buckley for like a minute. I was about to say. Yeah, for like a little while. And then. Is this the first time? We this, s- is where, this is where Hank hangs out with Luann and tries to find a girl for her. He uses the guys to help find a guy for her. Uh-huh. Right. And he meets that uh, cowboy dude at the yeah. restaurant bar thing. Yeah. Is this He's the like, first- you love your mama? Yeah. Do you like Texas football? Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you think about propane? All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Luann, I found a guy for you. Yeah. <laughs> is this the first time we see Megalomort? No, uh, Megalomort. No, we saw episode one. one. Yeah. Okay. Hammer. Where can I find a fucking hammer? That's right. <laughs> uh, what are you What are you building? No, that's why. If I wanted to, he's looking for a tap and die in yeah. some WD forty. Yeah. I'm looking for a tap and die, and that's what started the whole fucking problem in episode one. Yeah, because oh. Bobby was swinging this thing around and knocked over um, a pile of something. Yeah, and then and he's like, I heard Bobby being Bobby. <laughs> I heard that hill man threatened to kill that boy from the Megalomart. That's right. And I heard he hit his son. Mm-hmm. Oh man, somebody should really call the. Call the people, and then it goes Services. to Twig Boy. Yeah, Twig Boy. And he's like, he hit his son with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then the big twist that happens in the Luann saga is she meets up with 
uh, Boomhauer. That's right. Yeah, he, he takes her in, and she's like, well, I'm like, she's like really unsure about fucking Boomhauer. And uh-huh. he's like, I'm not here to fuck you. I'm going to let you sleep on my couch. Uh-huh. And that's going to be the end of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did accept a, a little short kiss. Yeah. That was about it. But, was, but I found that pretty interesting about that with Boomhauer, that as much as he had been kind of built up as the ladies' man womanizer as he was, he still had that line where Luann was still off limits for in his mind. It's like, this is my friend's essential... Oh, essentially my friend's child. Yeah, so so I found that pretty interesting that even Boomhauer had his limit there. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he you know, shit where you eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Dang old don't shit where you eat, man. You know? <laughs> She's not Nancy. <laughs> and this episode, the next one, uh, Hank's unmentionable problem, this episode doesn't pay off until a few seasons later. Yeah, that's when, yeah, because of the... The art show. The art show. Mm-hmm. The one we left off at. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, uh, you get to see Cotton again. Yep. In a dream sequence. Again. Again, and it's really creepy. He's like, bye, boy. <laughs> and like, he flushes Hank down to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how far into it does Cotton show up? He shows up in episode two. Okay. Uh, well, well, episode like, eight. As far as, like, the oh, other. No, but, yeah, but yeah, 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 he yeah, shows yeah. up quite a few times. But yeah, Which I got... think was hilarious because they show him all cut up and, like, all cut down and everything. Uh-huh. It's like, you don't think about it, but why is his daddy so small? Yeah. <laughs> the, but, again, just what the brilliant writing of it is, we yeah. see this character for, you know, basically eight episodes or seven episodes in different dream sequences and mentions and things like that. Yeah. But he doesn't actually get involved with the story until episode eight. No. And Hank doesn't... Uh, <laughs> And it, this episode just kind of showcases Hank's pride because he didn't want to tell anybody he's got constipation problems. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Be- because th- <laughs> well, that's really all it was certain around. There, yeah. There's a good handful of little short jokes there's, in there, it. There was one thing they say to him that kind of offends him. He's like, uh, Mr. Hill, have you thought about not eating beef? Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we eat steak three times a week in this house. <laughs> you How watch dare your you mouth. suggest that? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> episode seven, we meet... Uh, we meet Khan. Yes. Khan Supernusophone. <laughs> and Connie. The side story. And Connie and Min. Yes. Now, to- the guy that does Khan's voice is the same guy that does Cotton's voice. Yes. <laughs> so, it's, his name is Toby Huss. If you ever, you ever seen Radio 911? Yes. All right. You remember they would always stop by and talk... Uh, arrest that dude that would have a swimming pool like a little kid kiddie pool in his front yard he had like a lawn chair inside of it with uh, a sprinkler with a hose I and you always spray the cops with a hose i can't remember what he looks like but. oh my god he's hilarious uh but that's the guy yeah toby huss toby huss is in a lot of stuff a lot of gotcha. television he's in brooklyn 99 uh for a few episodes um it's like if you've seen him you know who he is he's probably gonna be one of those i'll google him and yeah. immediately recognize him yeah uh but he plays uh con super news and phone mm-hmm who is the weirdest motherfucker? <laughs> you know why he's named Khan? Why? Because that's what happens when you rearrange the letters of Hank. Oh, and he, no and I think he's a good foil for Hank. He is. He's he the, is. He's the exact. He. All right. So Hank has a son. Khan has a daughter. Uh, Hank works uh, a service job. Mm-hmm. Hank or Khan does like logistics. Yeah. He does a more advanced job. Yeah. He always. Uh, Hank prides his lawn. Khan has someone do his lawn. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. That's why his lawn's always greener. Yeah. Uh, Hank owns a Texas Bloodhound. Mm-hmm. Con owns a fucking... Uh, Westie. Yeah, Westie. Corgi. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hank drives a truck, he drives a van. Yep. You know, and, he, and even later on, as the seasons progress, Con is very up-to-date with the latest technology and, you know, what's hip and trendy, and Hank yep. is still kind of set in his ways of, you know, I like my VCR and DVD player. I'm not interested in satellite radio. Hank you likes, know, stuff Hank, like that. Hank likes 
classic rock and country <laughs> and con likes 80s pop yeah yep. hey Mickey you're so fine yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect, that, and you know what and that's a level I hadn't even thought of you're right yep. even down to his music taste yeah, they, they, they and Hank you know is always he's a settler yeah he's yeah. like I got my wife I got my son I got my job mm-hmm. I'm doing fine yeah you know? I have everything I need con is always striving for something more yeah. just to piss off Hank mm-hmm. after a while. Even even in the driving episode. Yeah. He's like, in this side of the country, we pull out to the left or the right. He's like, you hit my car on oh, my neck. <laughs> he's like, oh, you pull here, Billy. I can't get no money from you. Yeah. <laughs> Con's just a petty mother- motherfucker anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great d- line in this one, though. There's just the opening lines. So you're Chinese or Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, that, Laotian. That's, yeah, Laotian. It's like... It, that that right there is a defining part of Cotton Hill because mm-hmm. Cotton Hill can identify anyone. Oh yeah. Well, let's go ahead time. and move on to that one because the next one is Shins of the Father. It, it kind of works as a two-parter. Wesley's side story. The only thing that happened in that was Doggy, their little Westy, ran away, and then the yeah. kids go on a hunt to find him. Yeah. Hank, Hank and Con well, spar. That that, that, that that sets up the basis for Connie and Bobby. Yeah. That that's yeah. exactly yeah. that's what that episode does. The like, Shins of the Father. Cotton shows up. Con Junior brings up great average of this fucking hillbilly county. <laughs> <laughs> Raised GPA. <laughs> and it's cool because almost as soon as Cotton shows up, Khan also shows up. Mm-hmm. So we see those two interact almost within well, minutes. That, that's because Bill leads down. Mm-hmm. Or, can we just talk about how Cotton just shows up? They're sitting out. They're standing outside. Yeah. And he comes rolling, hauling ass in that Cadillac down the road, and he's like, "Whoa!" He's like, "Oh man, you're gonna, you're gonna hit us! Oh shit, man, it's your daddy!" <laughs> yep. And then they haul ass. Yep. And he's like, Jesus Christ, you were standing here when I left through last year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's like, uh, and it was, uh, he was, the cotton was hanging out with the guys. Yeah. And Hank had went inside for something. Mm-hmm. And he come, it was, it's Bobby's birthday. Yep. And Bobby doesn't want cotton there. Yeah. Because Peggy says he's the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which he's not that far <laughs> off. He kind of is. <laughs> but that's when you hear the story. Yeah. He's like, I was 13 years old, just a little older than Bobby. <laughs> a lot about my age, and fought the Germans, fought the Nazis in France, and then fought him in, fought the Japanese in the Pacific. He's like a, Jap- a t- Japanese Tojo torpedo came flying, <laughs> Kamikaze or whatever. He's talking about that, and he's like, "It was me, Fatty, and Brooklyn. It looked like you fellas, but one of them from Brooklyn." <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's, he's talking about. He's like, so. I got to the shore, and I saw it. It was a bunch of Japanese spitting. The way he said, spitting on the American flag. <laughs> so I rushed him. <laughs> later, he saw, and later he changes the story to where he hid in a barrel of sake. Yeah. <laughs> and killed them all. Killed them all with a big piece of fatty. <laughs> it's like he's beating Japanese piles of dead Japanese with a fucking leg. <laughs> I forgot about all that. Oh, my God. His story changes constantly. Right? Because he says he fought in uh, Munich. He said he fought in Munich in Germany. <laughs> Bless you, sir. But that means he had to be in the Pacific and the fucking European. Yeah. Right. (laughs) At the same fucking time. Peggy points that out, and she and that's that's when we hear him refer to Peggy as a name for one time. Mm -hmm. Hank's wife. Oh no, he 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 addresses her as Hank's wife the entire fucking show. But in this episode, he says a name, but it's not her name. She's asking Bobby's like, Bobby, you want to help me dry dishes? He's like, Nope. That's woman's work. And he's like, not today, 
Hillary. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, my God. And like, <laughs> this is prime Clinton years, too. And yeah. it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's hilarious, the whole the whole dynamic between him and her. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing that was kind of the foil in this one was Bobby started kind of picking up on that. Right. He started kind of acting it out. And well, he, remember, he, takes, he, tell, he says, I could take the boy to school. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't and takes yeah. him to a bar. And he's like... But I gotta be at school. Don't you know today's a national holiday? It's Angie Dickerson's birthday. <laughs> Bobby's very impressionable. Yeah. Oh yes. He's like, hey there, Connie. He tells Connie, slaps uh-huh. her on the ass. Yeah. Nah, Connie, that's woman's work. <laughs> and then Hank basically has to have to have a sit down with oh, him, yeah. get him the once over, be like, listen here. Oh, but the whole but him telling that story, which is funny. He's like, and I lost my shins. Oh yeah. Now Hank. What was it you wanted to talk to me about? <laughs> and it's just, it just takes like, God damn it. Yeah, because it was having to talk to yeah. Cotton about. But that's when that you, like, uh, you talk about Con, you know, he's from Laos. Do you remember where he's from before after that? It's only, they lived in one place before they went to the Arlen. Tampa? It was like Orange County was Anaheim. 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 Because right. like, Men says it. We've been kicked out of Laos. We were kicked out of Anaheim. We stay here. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Khan kept getting in trouble, but we find that out yeah. later on. But you, I'll tell you what, though. Wasn't Min also voiced by? Min is voiced by, hold on. My favorite thing about Min is like she always calls Peggy. Peggy Hill. Hello, Peggy Hill. Yeah. Um, I don't know who does. You listen Min's to me, Peggy Hill. Choose a Connie. <laughs> choose a Connie. <laughs> no, no, no. Choose a Connie. <laughs> but uh, but Mia, Mia yeah. is actually one of the most dynamic characters. Oh, yeah. Because she has the weirdest fucking hobby compared mm-hmm. to the rest of them. She skeet shoots. She's yeah, a, right. She's, she's, a, she's a champion. She's a champion skeet shooter. That's right. And she cheated on her husband. I forgot about this. Oh, that happens later on. She, it's alluded that she fucked somebody from Strickland Propane. Oh. At some point in time. At point in time. Before, like... You find out that her her dad is a general in the, yeah. La- in the Laotian military. Oh, I forgot about that, too. And then you meet, Con, remember you meet Con's mom and all that? Mm-hmm. Lioma. Yep, I remember all that. Oh, man, it's so funny. But no, fucking Shins of the Father is just... Oh, that was a good one. And that's when you meet uh, a former uh, kindergarten playmate of Hank's. Dee Dee. Yep. Hello. Hello, Hank. Oh, yeah. Do you, like, you still like to finger paint? Dee <laughs> <laughs> Dee. Still like to finger Now, the next episode. My the, flapjacks. Oh, 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 my God. The whole the whole thing. Uh, there's so much content in that one episode. Oh, yeah. That's when you find out Luann is a, is a badass mechanic. Oh, yeah. That's right. She's like. Uncle Hank, I found this timing belt in the dryer. Do you want me to wash it with the whites? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, then, then just when you find out that Cotton guilts Hank a lot. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't need a bed. I can sleep in a drawer because the Japanese <laughs> blew my shins off. Despite how much of a piece of shit Cotton is, Hank is still very uh, close to his father and still vouchers for him. Yeah, because his family. Yeah. There was only one or two times he got so fed up with Cotton, he kind of had to turn his back on him. Yeah, when uh, well, he got bad when Cotton left Dee Dee there. Yeah, when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Christmas up, epi- no, the Christmas episode he was about done with his ass too. Yeah, with uh, Jimmy Carter. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Bobby thought Jimmy Carter was Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely get to that. That's also a classic. I think that's Jimmy Carter doing the voice too. I, I think I so, dude. I heard a funny ass story about Jimmy Carter. You know, because he builds houses in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in North Georgia, and does the Habitat for Humanity, and he has the Jimmy Carter project. Garth Brooks recently had went out there to help build houses with Jimmy Carter. Right. Jimmy Carter had something fall on him. Oh, I heard about this. And remember, remember when Jimmy, like you saw the, like, I don't know if he was online, but like 
Jimmy Carter had this really bad cut on his forehead. He had a bandage. Think, no, he, I remember anyway, that. Anyway, he went down to North Georgia to a hospital, got it fixed up, and came back to Tennessee same day. That's what Jimmy Carter did after, he, yeah, after his Jimmy presidential Carter, year. Carter, he started fucking working again. But yeah. this, Jimmy Carter now is like 95 years old and still doing yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, he goes back to Tennessee. Garth Brooks talking about he was building a house with Jimmy Carter and a bunch of other people, and he had decided to take a break. He sat on some like a pile of lumber or something like that. You know, and Jimmy Carter walks up. He's like, uh, Garth, do you need something to do? And I'm just like thinking, oh my God, Jimmy Carter's a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I've heard stories about Jimmy Carter, about how he made like uh, the leader, the prime minister of like Egypt and the prime minister of Israel cry. Yeah. Because of the shit he said to them. <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He put them motherfuckers in a corner. He like, he separated them because it was uh, during the Iran, Egypt, or Israel, Iran yeah. thing. And he had, uh, Taking a photo with both of them to get all of them together in front of the White House or something. It was a photo, and he made copies. Yeah. And uh, he took – they, they just couldn't get it over. It's Camp David Accords, uh, if you look him up. And he had took one guy into one room and the Israel guy in the other room, and he talked to the Egyptian guy. He's like, look. And he pulls out that fucking copy of that picture. Yeah. He's like, look, I know we can't make peace right now, but I wanted to be able to say I could show my grandkids – that we made peace yeah. between these two war nations. I wanted to be able to say that, but I can't now. And he did that to both of them, and they bawled their fucking eyes out. They're like, oh, my God, our grandkids. They're like, our yeah. grandkids, our great-grandkids. Grandkid and, and that's how the Camp David Accords went. Like wow. Jimmy Carter, like, you talk about somebody who's been politically assassinated in, ter- in terms of being a good president. About his yeah. legacy, yeah. Yeah, his legacy shot, but nah, man, he's a fucking hard ass. <laughs> uh-huh. Like that peanut farmer. <laughs> he's going to that. Hey, Garth, you looking for something to do, buddy? Yeah, but can you imagine that? A former president, 95 years old, older than the dirt he's going to be buried in, fucking just coming up to you like, you need something to do, boy? Yeah. <laughs> with, that George, with that North Georgia accent. Oh, yeah. Where they don't pronounce their R's and they all sound like they want to get the ass kicked. Jimmy, Call- <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Peanut farmer. And his buddy, the beer, his brother, the beer guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say after the shins of the father, it's Peggy. Uh, we got Peggy the Boggle uh, the Champ. Peggy episode. Yes, and that's where that's what I was talking about. Lori Metcalf, uh, mm-hmm. Jackie from Roseanne. Yeah, she plays Sissy Cobb, <laughs> Texas State champion. <laughs> and that's what I was fucked up about that episode. Is all men. Men gives her a little traditional advice. He's like, "Bye, Peggy Hill," mm-hmm. and like everybody's like, "Hey, Peggy, good luck." Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. And uh, they're like, "We'll see you when we get back." Men, no. Mm-mm. Men says, "No, you either win." We well, don't, you come, don't back. come back. We don't come back. Good luck, Piggy Hill. Goodbye, Piggy Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and like she says it just in case, and I'm just like, holy shit, men is insane. Oh yeah, I love the Peggy episodes. Though. I, I uh, like I like this one though because the ulterior motive for Hank going is the, the mower show. The mower yep. show and and the commercial on there Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. To see see uh, the mulcher take on a 400 pound. A pile of of Texas mulch. That's the thing about that's the thing about this entire season. It's all the little subtle jokes they get thrown in. Oh yeah, it's the tiny things. Oh yeah, and it's all Texas. Yep. If you've met someone from Texas, you're like, God damn it, judge. Nothing but net when it came to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. But now they go to that mower show and. Oh, you must be Mr. Peggy Hill. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? <laughs> he, he, he stopped that shit. He's like, what? Motherfucker. <laughs> but not Peggy. Peggy bounces back. She comes all the way. You remember the word she used to win? Uh, I'll give you the setup. Ain't. Ain't is not a word. Oh, yeah. Initiate. No. Uh, no, uh, 
acquaintanceship. Acquaintanceship. As yeah, in, yeah. it was not nice making your acquaintanceship. And it was just like, oh my God, the spiteful <laughs> bitch. It's so good. Peggy, but, nothing but niche. <laughs> and I like, I like the dynamic of that episode because you show, it shows Hank's struggle with taking, not being selfish. Yeah, well, he's selfish in the beginning. Yeah. Very selfish. He's very proud in his. He's very proud in his Texas masculinity and yeah. shit like that. Absolutely. Oh, he's all about that. But you know, he does have problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nah, Peggy comes back and wins the whole goddamn thing. And then you know what it is? It's a bowling trophy with a fucking boggle. Yep. Oh, that's when another thing about men in that fucking episode. He's, she's playing boggle with men and Nancy, and she goes. And remember her little thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, men makes a comment. She's like, thank you for lesson, Peggy Hill. Come to my house and we'll play Mahjong. Bring your checkbook. <laughs> because they're playing, they're playing Boggle for money. Yeah. And like, she goes over like $2 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Way to go, Peggy Hill. Come into my house. <laughs> Bring your checkbook. <laughs> like, gets that angry American yep. accent. She's like, I will fuck your ass up. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does that later on. Like, she, does, she, talks, she does that with uh, Hank. She's like, I agree. Hank's going to you know, fix my house, mow my lawn. And I teach Bobby Laotian lessons. Mm-hmm. Yep, for like two hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> and he's like, and she like slyly makes a comment. I'm no, 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 Connie. I'm teaching him Southern dialect. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'll tell you this. Me and Ken, uh, Ken has some buddies down in Cleveland. Yeah, and they're great people. Mm-hmm. They're Laotian, right? And those motherfuckers party hard. <laughs> like they, they, they gamble. They party hard when someone passes away. Yeah. Um, barbecue all the time will help will do stop what they're doing and help you build a deck on your house oh damn just just out the drop of a hat great fucking group of people some of the best i've met in my life but they told me i did hear ken said they're not fucking speaking laotian it's a bunch of made-up bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like yes what's about like what we do with our fucking like uh north carolina tennessee fucking like backwoods talk and shit like that nah man i'm right over there man where's over there over there man god damn man like like uh, far for us is like a six seven hour drive even though our county's like 45 minutes how how many miles is that i don't fucking know i know i know it's two <laughs> it, it, it's six hours. That's because I got to stop at the stopping at the sheets. <laughs> but get how a many pack mi- of smokes? <laughs> we measure our fucking distance by time. <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, like in Europe, that's insane. Yep. Like if you t- if you tell somebody from Europe, oh, we're taking a four hour drive. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my, are we driving to Russia? Like, <laughs> no, no, we're driving to fucking West Virginia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and and sometimes in King of the Hill episodes, the B storylines are sometimes oh, better god. than the regular one. My favorite B storyline is Peggy and Bobby using charcoal. Oh god, yes. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that episode. But this one They're was like a great. washing their clothes after they grill with charcoal so oh, Hank god. doesn't know. And then he finds a fucking charcoal briquette. What? No, this was a good one though in the uh in the um uh Boggle Champ episode because Luann and Bobby are left at home. Alone. Yes, and, and they're trying to be so neat. adult and respectful. And Bobby leaves a fucking ring stain. Yes, and then they that lose That hit close to home for me because shit. I remember hearing that shit growing up. Because we had dad, my dad had like end table, nice end table. And stuff. Oh, yeah. And my young ass would drink a fucking glass of something colder than hell so it condensate onto the fucking table. Uh-huh, and right. you remember how, what happens on like furniture when it does it? It bubbles up. Yeah. Because it's made of fucking nothing. <laughs> But nah, this looked nice. He's like, nah. That hit close to home to me. I'm like, coaster, coaster, coaster. <laughs> oh, I know it. Goddamn coaster. But but I love the timing and the cuts on that one oh, because God. they always cut away with both Bobby and Luann screaming, doing like a, ah! 
And then, then they cut away to yep. whatever the main storyline is. House, they hire people like Surf Pro to come and clean the house. Oh, yeah. And then, Bob, and then here comes Hank and Peggy. Like, I told you not to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> they're cleaning the house. So get these people out of here. Yeah, well, because they were li- the, the guys had all music when they yeah. were cleaning and everything else. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but that was oh, when the Hank and Peggy were like uh, getting... Getting back into their youthful wet, uh, youthful ways, smoking cigarettes and everything. Nope, too, right? yeah, that's, that's the next, next, oh, the next one. Keeping okay. up with their Joneses. Yeah, that's when uh, it's it starts off with uh, Joseph and Bobby in a bathroom. He's like, "Ooh, look, Manitoba lights," and it's like, yep. "You want to smoke it?" And Bobby, like, Bobby says that. Bobby's the one that says it. Yeah. Oh no, Joseph says it. Yeah, Joseph, like, Joseph oh. recommends it. And Bobby's yeah. like, okay. Okay, and they go to the bathroom, <laughs> okay. and that's when you hear fucking Hank get kind of like weirded out a little yeah. bit. He's like. Hello? Is anybody in there? Uh, Portus S. Ocupado? He's <laughs> 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 like, a little shit Spanish. Right. I will say he speaks Spanish better than Peggy. Because, <laughs> 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 like, I think in an earlier episode. Hey, uh, Studiantes. <laughs> yeah, Studiantes. No trabajo. <laughs> but uh, you see, Peggy, like, in an earlier episode, in season one, I believe, it's her talking about. Uh, she got called to be a German teacher, a German right. substitute teacher. Yeah, and she's and I said she's talking to Luann. She's like, "Well, I said nine, which apparently was the wrong word because it means no." <laughs> I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you can't speak German. You can't speak Spanish. You can barely speak English. <laughs> You're Texan because she's from Montana. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, her parents live next to Henry Wrinkler. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God, it was uh, that far either. Oh this God. whole episode is like, oh man, I can't wait to watch this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that, oh, that's what that's what me and Alex are fucking human trailers. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> These fucking episodes. And yeah, keeping on Jones's that was more that that was definitely of an, an of the you times. Can, that's an episode you can forget very quickly. Yeah, because it was an of the times thing. That was when the big truth anti smoking thing was really big in the nineties. You saw oh, yeah, those oh. commercials. That was uh, uh, around the time same time as uh, the FBI warnings in front of kids' games and stuff yeah. like that. Right. And it'd be like. Cool kids don't do drugs. I'm like, I, I disagree. Like, <laughs> no, River but, Phoenix OD in the Viper Room. That motherfucker was pretty fucking cool. Say about me. <laughs> do, you, do you smoke weed? Nah, man. I smoke fools like you on the b-ball court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so that that was more or less a truth anti-smoking oh, episode. I didn't because, even like catch well, that watching it. Oh yeah, because the whole family got re-addicted you to know it. What because, Dale does. Here comes Hank coming outside and goes to hang well, out with the guys. Well, well, And uh, yep. he pulls out a fucking cigarette. Wingo, man, welcome back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was like the flashbacks that Hank would have with him and Peggy in their youth. Just oh like they're just both just like fucking two, smoking two cigarettes, cigarettes at each, a time. Just fucking all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Banging on the football field. Yeah, bang, playing uh, putt-putt together, smoking. Fucking, uh-huh. <laughs> all this weird fucking smoking Double entendre bullshit. Oh yeah, and then they go and then. What you want to go back to that place we used to eat at when we smoked? Stuckies, <laughs> Smokies. Yeah, Smokies. <laughs> and then they go back to Smokies. All Smokey died. <laughs> the waitress who's got like three pack of day voice. Yes. Oh yeah, Smokey died. Smokey died. He got lung cancer. <laughs> it's like here. I'll take you to the smoking section. It's like this dark, dingy yeah. part of the restaurant. It's, in, it's like an end up. It's like there's a wall and a door, <laughs> and they go in there. Ha ah, ah, ha! It's a bunch of old people mm-hmm. hacking up, breathing. That's right. It's hilarious. Uh, like that's when uh, he takes he takes Bobby mm-hmm. to the class to know the dangers of smoking. Yep. And he's like, "My dad made me smoke a whole carton." And they look at Hank like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like a Jack. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Anthony Jeselnik. You ever heard of him? Yeah. yeah. That guy, he had that. Uh, he had a joke kind of like that. What Bob, or Hank did? Oh. Uh-huh. He's like, "My dad caught me with a 
fucking cigarette. You know what he'd do? He'd made me smoke the whole carton. Made me smoke the whole carton to teach me about brand loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then there was a Manito- Manitoba. Yeah. Can- Canadian cigarettes. That's what yep. Dale likes. Manitoba. That's he right. Buy, he, gets all the, he saves all the tap. But remember, y'all remember back in the day when that was a big thing? Like, I know we did, you know, we'd be young, young and didn't smoke, but like your parents or grandparents who smoked would like save the tabs. Yes. And send them in. Yes. Remember when my, they had that? My mother would do that for Virginia Slims because she'd save the tabs, send them God in. God damn. Get, she yeah. been blowing through them sons of bitches. Oh, she was. She <laughs> got these are sticks. Dude, <laughs> dude, Virginia Slim ultralights. Oh my God, that's a toothpick. That's not even a cigarette. <laughs> That's like just wax paper doused in tobacco juice. <laughs> yeah, so, so she'd smoke those, but she'd save all the tabs and send them in because then they'd mail her coupons. Yeah, you get the points. Yeah. Yeah, my my, uh, my grandpa did that. I had a Winston flashlight. I got a Winston pair of binoculars. <laughs> nice. No nice. shit. Dude. And the original Winston logo with the eagle. Yeah. Yeah, remember like the Winston cup? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fun fact. There is a Winston Game Boy pocket out there the original black it was the second generation of the black and white one because no you had shit. you had the big brick gray thought, black and white one that, the fuck out of that. then they had like the smaller pocket version that was still black and white it, that came out and sell it with a pack of smokes <laughs> <laughs> dude they're, they're hard to come by now though like they'll pop up on ebay every so often they're a couple hundred bucks but still oh, yeah, there's an official winston game well, I boy like people there. growing up who had like marble windbreakers and shit i'm like right you gotta smoke like 40 fucking cards of cigarettes just to get them goddamn things but if you're fucking addicted, you blow yeah. through those 40 cartons in a minimum a year. What do you yeah. know? I got a new fucking windbreaker well, the for car- the carton winter. holds, uh, let's see, uh, 200 cigarettes. Yeah. 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 So fucking you, ridiculous. You probably reach that limit in a year if you were a hardcore smoker. I remember when I was a kid, uh, they used to have these little pictures, like these little uh, pictures from all over America. Yeah. Scenic pictures. And my grandma would take it out and be like, here you go. And I had these <laughs> cigarette cards. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, that's Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my grandmother's the only one that smoked in our family, and she hid that from like my brother myself yeah, yeah and, and the and the big foil to kind of wrap up this episode was Luann didn't want Hank Peggy and Bobby smoking because smoking tore her family apart yep. uh, <laughs> her, her fucking redneck family yeah it was smoking that did it yeah not the drinking and the beating no. yeah the smoking her mama Leanne <laughs> that's when you didn't realize how dumb her fucking sister like Peggy I was gonna say that episode's Peggy's, pretty uh, wild too Peggy's uh, brother was <laughs> Because I think you want, you do, do you meet Peggy's brother? I think in one episode you do. Not in not, 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 not this not, early. No, 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 no. I'm talking about later on. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like we do. Because he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peggy's family's fucked. <laughs> yeah. All right. Only two more episodes left in this season. The La- Anthill. The King of the Anthill. And this is a cool one because that was the one where Dale uh, gets all shunned and angry because Hank doesn't let well, him is, uh, spray on this, his lawn anymore. This is when anymore. you find out how uh, spiteful fucking Hank can be. And well, Dale. Well, because, well, not just that, because, but because of Con. Con, mm. he's like, ooh, you like my grass? Maybe my dog's poop. Fix it up. Because <laughs> like, Con walks his dog to Hank's yard to shit in. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, right. like, oh, you piece of motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Hank, of course, cherishes his lawn. That's like his, that's his second child, well, essentially. That's like, and that's where he taught Luann with her pool. Yeah. Right. Because Luann would just sit there, relax, drink a six-pack, mm-hmm. and sit there and test the pH balance of her pool and just sit there. Yep. And I, I'll go Hank. <laughs> but I look at the, the angels like, I was fucked up. And uh, that's when Bobby experiments with fucking Yes. Him. He's like, oh, my, what's that one? He's like, oh, that's the queen, stupid. <laughs> that's the Bobby, that's the Bobby Joseph Gribbles joke. Yep, that's the earlier. Yep. He's like, you mean like the one on Dale Gribbles' truck? <laughs> yeah, my dad's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he starts, like, he'll take in, 
That's when Bobby does like that weird sneak thing. You yes. He sneaks off. He's like, what was that? Peggy's like, what was that? Yeah, th- that was a funny one because that was the one where Bobby was putting like sugar in his mouth and like dripping it into the hive yes, and everything. Queen. You take yes. a, like, like a big huff of the ant heel. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, yes, my queen. <laughs> so weird. Uh-huh. But the Joe, uh, what was it? Hank's got a great line in that. He's like, why can't these hippies figure out more ways to use nature against to- parts of nature we don't fucking need? <laughs> Talking about the... Uh, it was a, it was a thing hit. It was an all bio yeah bio dome four thousand or something yeah. But you release this uh, wasp under this little dome, and it would plant its eggs inside the ant's head, and they would explode open. And like you're looking that, at him no. so confused. We, was, we watched this episode now, together. This, this is like a this is like a little tidbit of the episode. Well yeah 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah. he's talking about and like Joseph's like oh man he's got he's got bug killer five thousand that's badass yeah man. he's like. After, hey, when it's done, we can all pick up the ant heads. It's like, yeah. oh, you creepy motherfucker. I know. that They, they kind of dropped uh, Joseph being that weird. Until he got big. Yeah. Well, then he they, got weirder. Uh, same person that does Luann's voice, I think, does... Brady Murphy. No, 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 no. Hold on. My bad. Does, uh, no, Pamela Alden, who does... Bobby's voice. Nope, I'm wrong again. God damn it. <laughs> Over two. Over two. Man, I'm just fucking up. <laughs> I'm fucking remember, Wikipedia. I probably remember who does Joseph's voice. I want to say it's Pamela Alden. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah because she's basically talking to herself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in a lot of episodes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, talking about continuity, you know, when Joseph grows up and he has that growth spurt, you know, yeah. you see that and it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, the Ant Hill episode is so fucking hilarious <laughs> because his, his whole yard turns to mush. That's yep. right. Because of all the shit they just kept doing to it over and over, all to have the best yard for Cinco de Mayo. Can you, can you name uh, the kind of grass he bought? Oh God, I can't. Like a dollar on it. It was it was something like a dollar some odds of square foot. Dollar seventy five square foot. Yeah. Mm. Nah, I'm not. Cap, we it, watched man. this literally together I a few watched, weeks ago. I've watched so many and I didn't take any notes. I have watched all of it. I can still remember every word. I know. Like it's the guy. <laughs> Royal something. Raleigh Saint Augustine. Raleigh Saint Augustine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's this expensive fucking... And Con's like, yeah, yeah, expensive grass. Dollar seven half a quart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one on this season, uh, plastic white female. Oh, and Bobby's trying to... With the mannequin head. Yes. Yeah. And that, don't touch it! I was going to say, one of our favorite quotes <laughs> comes from this episode. The whole, don't touch it! Uh-huh. Find out how psychotic Luann is. Yeah, Luann is a fucking psycho. Yes. Because uh, she's getting into beauty school, so she's got her head to work on and all that bullshit. You know what she does early in the episode? Mm. What she does to Ladybird? Oh yeah, she takes a can that she filled with like beads or something and shakes it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what you get for eating my makeup. <laughs> no, it's right. not makeup. It's makeups. 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 <laughs> Puts a little S in the end. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. Then Bobby winds up growing a crush on it, and then he's worried because he's going to his first boy girl party, and they're going to play spin the bottle and wants to practice kissing. And, and meanwhile, Hank's just like, "Well, right on, Bobby." Yeah, well, thinking not, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. You got a cheer. You better have a cheerleader in here. Oh uh, no, that was, no, that was no, later on. But, yeah, that was. But that's, that's another part of Hank Hill because when Bobby does home ec, uh huh, you better have a naked cheerleader in here because he's got a <laughs> fucking cheerleader outfit in there. That he's trying to learn how to clean. <laughs> but no, man, it's just the way Hank raises Bobby is hilarious. Yeah, I love throughout it. the first season, then he changes it up a little bit. Yeah, there's just yeah. some things that are just hopeless with Bobby, but yeah, but there's some things like the propaniacs we were talking about earlier, or the grilling, or. Um, 
Oh, the football episode where he goes to soccer, comes back and plays football yeah. for, for Hank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And uh, like the gardening thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the shop. Yep. That's my favorite episode, the yeah. shop episode. But uh, that feels like season four. Yeah. Uh, there are some gems in the later seasons, I will say, mm-hmm. that save the series. Yeah. But I'm just like, some of the older stuff I do not like. A lot of Peggy-centric episodes mm-hmm. when she's just a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of that come season two and three after her playing Jump. <laughs> yeah. I like the oh, yeah I like the earlier Peggy-centric seasons because yeah. she's like figuring out how like uh, – because she's like as stubborn as Hank is, but doesn't she, want to admit stubborn. anything yeah. either. She's extremely yeah. stubborn to the point where it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, remember, she bought a bookstore. She bought a fucking store. All right. That has a, that has a fucking street value. You, know? like, yeah. she, you have to pay rent. <laughs> that is real estate. That is fucking real estate. And the only way to keep it alive was to sell books and bullets. <laughs> like, but this episode, as a season finale, was actually pretty good because it started. It, it budded the relationship between Bob. Bobby and Connie yep. because he was talking about I'm worried about going to the party because he Connie's kind of been slowly throwing little hints that she kind of likes him but it's been flying it's, over it's his, his first, fucking head one of his first real kisses with Connie yeah, yeah. by accident and it well, was not really by accident I think Connie kind of yeah, well, yeah, well like, I say by accident let's try this okay yeah but it totally wasn't like a plan it was thing. very platonic we're just yeah. like you want to try this sure and then they, how do you uh, feel nothing they bang their fucking heads together yeah. uh-huh. and then, then they fucking kiss again and it's like oh that's good yeah and exactly then it ends, then it ends with Bobby trying to cop a feel on Nancy he, <laughs> fucking lunges, he lunges at her yeah like, he fucking <laughs> Superman leaps at yeah. this girl <laughs> Connie wasn't allowed to the party remember because like, Con didn't want to oh, that's yeah. why he met yeah. her outside mm-hmm yeah, but I just thought that was kind of cool, though. The whole season kind of built up to the so, first kiss, but the, they're not really together. When Dale's talk about his boy-girl party yeah. with his son, if you look carefully, listen to Dale talk about that, mm-hmm. he's like, there will be no hanky-panky at the Gribble home, and it's fucking John Rickhorn going to the goddamn yep. window. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it, just what Cap said, it's always the little things in those episodes that just make them, and it's those tiny jokes You remember like how much that. you paid Dale? Or I'm talking about go back to the episode. As when uh, two dollars, two dollars. Well, damn, Hank, I was only holding out for two thirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's when that's when you feel that's when you really find out that Dale. He's like, I don't even make a living wage. Yep. <laughs> he just jokes on it. you. <laughs> I don't even make a living wage. <laughs> well, he's got all that time to plant and shit. But yeah, fantastic first season. I would say any. It would be such a shame if they didn't get as popular as it did, and that was where they had to end it off. If they only got one season, like a cult classic kind of like uh, there's a show called Chosen, uh huh. Like yeah, there's a cork. There's an episode called Korgoth. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, it's on YouTube. It's only one episode. It was a pilot, and MTV ran it, and it went nowhere. Even though it's mm. the most hyper violent, Mike Judge was part of it. Oh really? No shit. Hmm. Huh. Um, it was a hyper violent fucking dude. Like Damn. going down the barbarian, but the drawing styles you can see kind of similar between Beavis and Butthead to America. Yeah, yeah. With that animation style, Got same, it. same Mike Judge people, right? Right. But no, it, it was fucking hilarious. Damn. And, but you know, you were talking about wouldn't it be funny if Beavis and Butthead show up? Yes. I think I think that the closest we got was Clark Peters. Yeah. Because uh, Mike Judge does Hank Hill and Boomhauer, right? Yeah. But he also does uh, what's his name, the redheaded guy. Oh. um... I was trying to think. Your mom's teaching sex. <laughs> <laughs> that Your guy. mom sucks. Hank. 
I got your mom fired. Yeah, and, and then Clark <laughs> is kind of like the dumb Beavis. Uh-huh. Right. Bobby. I didn't even think about that there. We need Beavis you to win because, Bobby, if you don't win, we don't know what we'll do. Yeah. We don't know we're going to do. He has that nasal snoring. That. Uh-huh. <laughs> that kind of shit. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Well, I can't wait for us to bust on into season two when we'll be doing that. Probably kind of start interchanging these. I've been kind of splicing them out through Patreon, kind of seeing what stick and see what doesn't. But we're having a great old time doing this, especially revisiting such a fun TV show. Hammer, where can I find a goddamn hammer? <laughs> <laughs> I just love that so much. <laughs> now, if I wanted a hammer, where would I go? <laughs> no, it's not hammer. It's hammer. 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 <laughs> well, we're going to definitely keep this going. But until next time, this has been Alex. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm. <laughs> Daniel Morrison, man. Thanks. <laughs>